Well, you know what they say, better late than never. <laughs> Welcome to the January energy forecast for the It's Giving Mystical podcast. It's me, Kirsten, and thank you for being here with me. Thank you for your patience and kindness and understanding that for some reason this just took the time it took. And here I am, and here we are with the magician and the hermit card. We are in this deep investigation of power in the year ahead. The eight is the power number, the power year, and with great power comes great responsibility. The eight year is going to ask us to look at the ways we waste our potential. So the eight says to us, you are this miraculous channeler of life force. You were given this body because you were meant to draw from the universe, draw from source and create form with it. Like you're not just a spirit floating around. You're put here in this body and it comes with its highs and its lows. But the miracle of it is that it can take what exists as nothingness, what exists as ideas or energy, and it can shape it into form. All the potential in the whole world means nothing, means nothing if you don't bring your will to bear, if you don't bring your hands and your words and your heart to creating with it. And that's the big question for the eight year. And we're starting off with this magician energy, as we always do in January, which is teaching us about our power. I am this creative being, as above, so below, What will I do with it? What do I want to change? That's why we have resolutions and intentions and why we have the sense in January like, wait a second, what am I here to do? Where does my power lie? And you couple that with the hermit card and it becomes this investigation of how my power and my creative ability meets my wisdom, meets wisdom internally and externally. You're going to notice in this month ahead that there will be distractions. There will be all this noise around what is important where your energy should be put where your power lies and one of the things you're going to be asked to do is to get quiet and to question the external teachers find ones that really tend to your sacred fire and if they don't question why you're listening to them and at the same time turning inward and trusting the teachings that come from the deepest part of your soul Remember that you are the wisdom keeper. You are the sacred light. And the magician is like, what am I going to do with this fire? What am I here to create and make and build in the world? And the hermit says, let's build from a place of wisdom. Let's build with a sense that everything we do should be seeping back into the nourishment of the entire world. That should be seeping into the roots of Pachamama to gift her with our light, gift her with our creativity, gift her with our art, and with our creative possibility. Happy January, feeling all of the energy of both possibility and the importance of getting it right in January, the importance of sitting quietly and remembering why you choose to do what you choose to do, noticing any way that your potential is wrapped up in distraction or narrative that disempowers you. There's only one you. You're the only one who can sing the song. You've been put here. You chose to be here to sing. You're going to get to see that really clearly in January. You're going to have to trust yourself in January. And then the year opens up like a beautiful runway that says, here, show us what you got. Show us what you can make. Such a beautiful invitation. And it's so important in this moment because the challenge with the aid is it can get power hungry. It can get like I want to dominate with this energy. And you don't want to dominate with this energy. You want to create with this energy. You don't want to hold tight to this energy. You want to let it flow through you 
more and more and more, increasing your capacity to create more and more, increasing your capacity to hold vaster and wider amounts of energy. I'm telling you, man, it feels good and it's powerful in a way that is sustainable and a way that is a gift to the world. And that's what we're working for in 2024. And that's what we're going to kind of notice the direction of our creative travels in January. Trust yourself, trust yourself, trust yourself. You are the wise one and you know exactly why you have come here, exactly why you find yourself here alive right now. Hope you enjoy the following and so much love to you. Bye. Hello everyone, it's me Kirsten and this is the It's Giving Mystical podcast. Ah, And this is your January energy report. We are going to talk about the two cards with us today, the magician, January, the first month of the year, as above so below, and the hermit card, which we bring in with the energy of this eight year. And we'll talk a little bit about the eight as well. I haven't really covered that in detail, so I'll talk a little bit more about that energy. And I know what you're thinking. I know you must be thinking, Kirsten, how crazy. We always have a major arcana card. Are we always in the major arcana? And no, I will tell you the answer is no. It's part of the mystery of what's happening right now. Like in 1989, 1994, we were up in the minor arcana. We were doing things that were concerned with life and living and experience, but we're not quite so heavy, so important, so structurally defining. And since 2000, since we entered 2000 and we started that two year of rebalancing, we have been in this very interesting spiral around the major arcana. And we really will be here until we're going to be here for a while. (laughs) We're going to be here for, I think, the majority, the next 20, 30 years at least. It's interesting to think about how when you can look at the long arc of history, you see these moments in time where great change happened, great evolution happened. We are living in one of those times, and we kind of know that. I know there's the feeling of that sometimes, but I also think it's hard to recognize when you're living it. Just know that the changes that you're undergoing individually and the changes that we're undergoing collectively are important and structurally defining. That is the language that I think best encapsulates that. What I mean by all of this is that we are in this magician month always. January will always bring us that magician energy. The fact that we're bringing the eight energy to that is specific and is important. Eight is the power number. I've said that to you all before, but eight is bigger than that. Eight is concerned with karma and destiny. It's concerned with willpower. It's concerned with effort and discipline and strength. All of these things are coming up. So when we talk about the eight number, the eight year, we're talking about a year of outward materiality, outward success, outward manifestation. Eights are not interested in the spiritual alone. They're not interested in your internal processes alone. They are not interested in community alone. Eight is very interested in how I channel energy through my body and create something in the world with it. Our potential means nothing if we don't work with it, right? Like we could have all the potential in the world, all the ideas in the world, all the spiritual energy in the world. And if we don't bring our hands and our will and our power and our art and our language and our creative capacity to it, it means nothing. It doesn't exist. It's all ideas. It's all energy. And the universe is not a soft place. universe the power that that word power comes up a lot power and i 
I really do reference back to Cass Phelps, who is one of my teachers that I talk about, you know, here and there on this podcast. I really reference the way he speaks about it. So go see him on Instagram. Go check out the way he talks about it. He really wasn't important for me in this past year in setting a new parameter, a new sense around this word power, because power is so specific. It's not force, and it's not control, and it's not dominance. Power is life force. Power is animation. Power is the thing that moves through you, that makes you alive, that makes you becoming, that makes you evolving, that makes you changing. So eight is a power number. Eight is concerned with how much energy you carry and what you do with that energy, where you bring yourself, your will to bear to create with the energy that moves through you. It's kind of interesting, kind of exciting, kind of intimidating, kind of asking a lot of us. Like I said, the universe is not a soft and gentle place. These energies of power, these currents of power are not small things. Power feels good power feels good. And oftentimes our instinct around power can be to hold it. I want to keep it. I like it. I like that I feel so full, so vital, so alive, so strong. The trick, the invitation from the eight year is to notice that power runs in an infinity loop. Power runs in an involution and an evolution, a both and, a in, out, you know, yin, yang energy. It's like this constant fluid movement. And our experience of power is an experience of channeling. It's an experience of surrender. It's an experience of letting movement, power, life force run through us and creating from that place. And one of the reasons that shamans, that people who work with great currents of power practice so much is that they are preparing their body for more and more energy. And there's a great humility and a great surrender that comes in that comes with that. <laughs> yeah, just giving up of agenda. Eight energy in its negative form or in its challenging form is over-dominating. It, it knows its sense of strength. It has found a way to wield power in a way that is self-involved, that is dominating, that is destructive. In this year ahead, we're going to be holding a lot of responsibility for our life, a lot of responsibility for our own use of power, our own experience of power, anything that holds us back from expressing what we're here to express, anything that holds us back from blooming and blossoming into the thing that we came here to be. Any habits or stories that say to you, you're not ready, that say to you, your timing is off, that say to you, what does it matter? All of that stuff is getting kind of washed away and you're really left with this sense of this moment here I am here I am here I am alive and vital what will I do with that I don't want to waste this potential I don't want to waste this experience of channeling energy that is living in the human body real awareness of how important our physical embodied being is in this moment this is not a question of spirit as it was last year this is not a question of the unconscious as it was this year this is a question of what will I do with the power I have now? What is yearning to live through me? And what are the barriers that keep me from making that happen, that keep me from creating with that energy, with that force, with that momentum? It's interesting, like what holds you back? What holds you back? What keeps you from fully embracing the fullness of who you are and what you're here to do? So all of that's happening in an eight year. It is a year of power and it is also a year of great responsibility taking great responsibility for how you show up and what you do with the potential that the universe is 
running through your shoot, running through your system in this moment. And there will be a lot of energy. And so it will take a lot of discipline. It will take a lot of self-awareness. It will take a lot of responsibility. And what I keep saying about pacing is that there will be no lack of energy in an eight year. Your job is to form it, mold it, create from it. And you might need to decide what feels good and right to you, what the pacing is, what the work is that needs to happen to prepare you for more fullness. So it's interesting that we always start the year with the magician, with the number one energy, with the first card of the major arcana, second card of the major arcana, actually, the number one, the magician. So we always start the year that way. And so in January, we're always kind of thinking about our own personal power, thinking about the idea of who am I? And what have I done? And I know a lot of astrologers or people who talk about cycles will say say that the new year really happens in March and April around springtime. And there's a lot to be said about that from a like Earth Pachamama standpoint. But there is something about the one energy of the first month of the year that speaks to why we have a desire to, you know, look at our life and decide anew, that we have a desire to take more ownership of how we're moving, how we're being in the world, why we set resolutions, why we set intentions, why there's this sense of who am I again and and what is in my power and how can I better wield that power? That's all magician energy. So the magician is the channel, right? The magician is the preparation of the channel. So in an eight year, that takes on new importance. It takes on new importance to say, okay, because both of these cards speak to as above, so below. Both of these cards speak to channeling energy. The magician does it in a straight line. The magician does it like I draw it down, baby. I draw it down into form. The eight is more sophisticated than that. The eight says, yeah, I draw it down into physical form. My physical form has an experience of energy that then informs spirit back again. And I'm on this kind of constant ebb and flow as I work with the energy as it kind of moves through and withdraws it's like has a tidal energy to it so in an eight year the magician this idea of who am i who am i and where does my power lie and what can i create and what is possible takes on a new urgency a new sense of wow life is short and it's moving fast and what is mine what is in my domain what is in my purview what is mine and who am i who am i Magician is is the impulse to understand singularity, to understand the individual, the individual expression of source energy, the individual manifestation of the all, of everything. It's the ability to take from nothingness and create, which goes back to what I just said, all the potential in the world, all the ideas in the world, all of the imagination in the world, it might feel good, but it Without it coming into form, it dissipates, it disappears, it rolls back into the, into the void, it rolls back into the nothingness or the everythingness. And it waits for someone, this is where my good buddy Rick Rubin comes in, it waits for someone to say, I will hold it, I will catch it, and I will draw it down and I will bring it to form. And I might do it imperfectly, but look at the beauty that's created when I reach for creation when I reach for development, when I reach for manifestation, when I reach for spirit into the material. In the eight year, that is just so blessed, dude. That is just so blessed. And then we bring in what the eight also activates then is the hermit in January. The hermit 
is the withdrawal, right? The hermit is the wise man. The hermit is the one who is a teacher, the one who teaches. The hermit also says, who teaches you? And so in this month of curiosity around your power, curiosity around what you're here to manifest and create, curiosity of how powerful you are, in fact, the hermit says, and why do you wield it? Why do you choose to create what you choose to create? Who is teaching you? It's a really interesting question for January. Who is teaching you? And maybe, the kind of the most obvious answer is in a magician-hermit interaction, who's teaching you might be you. You might be having really clear impulses of, oh, wait, I don't want to do this that way anymore. Oh, wait, this is what matters to me. So there might be these really clear internal gurus, internal teachings, internal messaging coming up. And you need to make space to hear that. It really, really is imperative in this eight year that you know why you're moving the way you're moving, that you know why you're manifesting what you're manifesting, that you understand the true north in your life, that you understand the deep driving desire asking you to create in this way, in this moment. And the hermit is that wise teacher. So the first investigation is what is coming up from my truth? What is coming up from my heart? What is non-negotiable for me? What is non-negotiable for me? And when I create, am I creating from that place, that sense of groundedness, that sense of wisdom, that sense of I have walked a complicated path to get here and there are certain things that matter to me now. There are certain things that are important to me now. The other thing is who are the teachers around you? So look around your life. Take stock of your life. Who are the people that you allow to influence your energy, that allow you allow to teach you? Where are the false teachers? Where are the teachers that are not adding to your life? There's a concept in, sorry, Stevie. There's a concept in Chinese medicine, and I, I, this, I'm going to generalize this very broadly, so forgive me if I'm not saying it correctly, but the concept is you're given two candles at birth, right? And one is your life, the number of days you have here, there's the, literally the span of your life, and that burns at a consistent rate. It's just, it is what it is. And the other candle burns as you waste it, I guess would be kind of a, a very an eloquent way of saying that, but it burns as you as you either run it down or as you cultivate it and protect it. How you treat your body impacts the burning of your candle, how you eat, how you sleep, how you deal with your own emotional stability or emotional spiritual health. It will either allow that candle to burn more slowly or it will run it through. And this has come up a couple times. This image came up in an Akashic reading and it keeps coming up for me as a way to, to notice your environment. Like imagine you're holding this candle, the thing that you're doing in this moment, is it recognizing the preciousness of your life force, of your vitality, of your incarnation, or is it burning it down? That's just an open question. I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> what to do with that. I'm just gonna say, if you can't have a sense of your openness, your yes, your no, and navigating life that way, maybe this is that more helpful metaphor. Navigating like the choices you're making, are they, holding your light with a sense of sacred precious protection and your energy is sacred your energy deserves to be protected and nourished when you look at your life and you look at the teachers that are present in your life the people you're listening to the people that are guiding you externally how do they make you feel do they make you feel like you are cultivating and building and protecting your sacred fire or do they make you feel like you need to burn faster and burn harder and that's just again something to think about the magician and the hermit together is this very cool interaction with 
the singularity and the wisdom. The magician says, I am the universe. I can call forth anything into this world. I have the power to create anything and everything. I am the creator in form. And the hermit says, what have I learned about how to move more wisely? What have I learned about satisfaction on a more grounded, rooted, sustainable level? So I might be able to create, I want a super beautiful car. Like I want a Lamborghini. I don't know. I put it up on my board and I work hard and I manifest this Lamborghini and now I have this beautiful car in my life. It might feel really good. There might be a lot of satisfaction in that. But is it gifting the world? I don't know. It's a question for you. It's possible. It's possible that this Lamborghini lights up your whole neighborhood and you take everyone for rides and this car just like spreads joy and beauty and speed and excitement and freedom everywhere it goes. Or it's possible you get this thing and you feel like, why do I still feel stuck? Why do I still feel uninspired? Why do I still feel like a little bit empty? And I I don't know why I'm using that car analogy because like (laughs) I don't have... I don't even feel it. It's like I can't even really connect to it. But you know what I'm saying? I manifest this thing. I realize my power. And then I realize my power is not just for my singular satisfaction. My power is for seeding a better world, seeding something more sustainable into the world, being more of a gift, having more of a legacy in what I bring in. I bring in things that then feed out into my community It comes back to the subtle awareness of, yes, you are singular. Yes, you are individual and perfect and precious and sacred, dude. Your life is a sacred journey. And you are one expression of a unified energy, of one, of source, of the divine. And so everything that you create from this place of singularity in some way is seeping back into the root system of the whole, of the collective. That's a different way of thinking about creation. It's a different way of thinking about your art, thinking about your service, thinking about your work, thinking about your momentum, even just your daily movement. What is my true north? And the hermit's asking you to really think about the wisdom of that the wisdom of that. My true north is not just this momentary satisfaction. My true north is a deeper satisfaction that I have made a difference in this world, that I have made a difference to the people that I love, that I have fed my vital, beautiful, creative channeling ability back into the earth from which it came. So the magician and the hermit this first month of the year, I think is going to ask you to get really quiet. Get really quiet about your own internal whisperings, get really quiet, like take a break from the external teachings just to evaluate them. Does this feel like this is moving me in the direction I want to move in? And to have a greater sense of your power, have a greater sense of your power in this year ahead. I've said this, but the 2022 decision that you made of what you wanted to commit to and then the 2023 experience of preparing yourself for that commitment, preparing yourself to be someone who can actually walk in that path, walk that pathway, walk towards that life, that commitment, make that full, make that true and and arrived here in the world. 2024 is here we are. This thing that I know is important, this thing that has been guiding me and I've been holding the clarity of it for years now, here it is. I bring it to the field. Here it is and I am suited up and I am ready to play. The magician and the hermit is just this moment before it gets too busy, before the momentum picks up where you say, let me get really clear about why I'm creating what I'm creating. 
Let me get really clear about the sacred quality of my capacity to hold energy, to move energy, to create in this material world, in this very physical reality. The months that are coming, so next month we will have the High Priestess and the Wheel of Fortune, that is a karmic energy, that is an intuitive karmic witnessing of your impulses moving the world, it's shifting the reality. And then we move into the Empress and Justice, also incredibly abundant energy, speaking very clearly about karma, speaking very clearly about the things you've done showing up in the real world. So in January, the conversation is, let me get really clear. Let me notice all of the noise. And I've read something about Pluto's transition into Aquarius on the 20th. And a lot of what people are experiencing in these middle weeks of January is all the reactivation of the shit that you think you've already dealt with. Like the stuff that like, you're like, I thought I put that to bed. I felt really clear about that. And it's super activated right now. It's like what happens when any major planet moves. There's like a kicking up of the dust, a kicking up of the noise. And the magician and the hermit is like, get quiet, focus you are here to create. You are here to create some wise, wise teaching in the world. Because that's what the hermit does, right? The hermit is lighting the path for those that follow him or her. When you think about what you want to create, think about where that's coming from. Think about what really matters. Think about what are you reseeding? What are you re-nourishing the root system with as you create? And again, remember, you are and you are just full of potential. You are full of potential. You are literally the living current of life force energy. You are the living current of creative energy here, here on this earth. So your potential is limitless. And you, what you came here to do, it's probably very beautiful. It's probably very full and very satisfying. And yet there are many ways in which we block our own creation. We are so afraid of taking the idea and bringing it, bringing our hands to the work. I think it's Marianne Williamson's who says like our greatest fear is not that we are powerful enough. Our greatest fear is actually the recognition of how powerful we are. And we are just going to see that in this eight year. You are going to know your power in a new way. And you might also see ways in which power has been corrupted. And that's okay because that's not what you're doing. And every movement we can make towards reseeding, taking all that beautiful energy, bringing it into our bodies, making art, making beauty from that, and then reseeding the earth, reseeding the community with that. That's kind of the prep work for January. That's what January is asked of us. And when I think about my own hesitation to record this podcast, I feel that. I feel the echo of that, of like, why am I doing the podcast? Like, what matters to me? What am I trying to do? And if I'm depleting myself in recording this, then am I any service at all? Am I good, any good at all? Am I offering anything at all? Because life is not going to say, wear yourself down. Life is going to say, fill yourself up and share from that place. There's so much, like truly, 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 we live in a limitless universe and our experience of incarnation is an experience of increasing capacity. And if you see the way that power is corrupted or abused in this world around you, remember that your efforts to do it differently matter. Your efforts to do it differently have an impact. They do have an impact. 
That is the question for January for all of us. I've said to you that my friend told me to do a word for the year. If you haven't already, think about what your word is and it will have a resonance. It won't be like, maybe that's my word. It will be your word and it will keep coming back to you. It will keep coming back to you. And I would take that as the wisdom. That's the hermit in your own spirit whispering to you. This is the way I want you to create this year. And some of the examples I've heard, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that you're exploring your capacity to create. You're exploring your capacity to be empowered. You're exploring your capacity to take on more responsibility, to drive from a place of deep knowing and willpower. And the quality with which you're creating that is going to vary for all of us, but there's a truth to it. There's a capital T truth to it. Magician and the Hermit. As above, so below. And maybe I need to turn inward to hear the truth. I need to turn inward to hear the most wisdom, the wisdom that is speaking into my soul, into my heart right now, and it's going to dictate my movements for the year ahead. The last thing I'll say is like, what are you sourced in? Where are you sourcing? What are you leaning on in this moment? What are you leaning on in in your life? And can you witness that with a lot of compassion and a lot of accountability for whether it's truly serving you? We all have such capacity to create we all have such capacity to make real our potential and the magician and the hermit together are just this really interesting witnessing of yourself trusting of yourself knowing of yourself don't let the noise shake you don't let the false teachers shake you you are liberating your energy you are expanding your capacity you are getting to know your power in a whole new way and it will make change in the real world and the only thing you really are concerned with in january is staying true to what you need protecting your sacred energy and being willing to hear the true teachers and you'll know they're true teachers because there will be a an expansion of possibility in your life when you hear their words whether they're internal or external 2024 it's going to move quickly again counterbalance pacing Remember that you have the right to set the pace. Yeah, you're more powerful than you know. It's a constant, constant learning. You are more powerful than you know. Let that be true. Let yourself get curious and explore what that might mean for this year ahead. Happy January. Many blessings as we make this transition into from Capricorn to Aquarius with Pluto. I think that that's going to be a really interesting perspective on exactly what I was saying about how your own actions feed into and nourish the root system of the entire world. Don't underestimate your power. I think (laughs) if we will learn anything this year, we will learn that. So much love to you. May the magician and the hermit serve you well in this month ahead. It's giving everything is sacred. It's giving art. It's giving light you up and turn you on and set you free. It's giving curiosity. It's giving freedom. It's giving love. It's giving you are more magical and powerful than you can comprehend. It's giving, I don't know what's happening, but I am so here for it. It's giving you are pure potential. It's giving mystical.